Happy Friday, everyone. I'm your host for this episode, Cassidy. And I am your co-host, Kyle Puby Clifford. And this is, is Date, Date Night. Night. If you're new here, what we do is we go out, we have ourselves a little date, and then we come home, watch a movie, and then we talk about it. Yeah, that's pretty much how, how it goes every week. Every week? <laughs> and this week, what did we do for our date night, babe? Uh, we went to a comedy show. Yes. In Woodstock, Vermont. Yes, we went to a comedy show in Woodstock, Vermont. It was It was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was pleasantly surprised. It was a very small, little, intimate room. Yeah, like, was not at all what I was expecting from a comedy show because it is a tight space. Yes. I mean, like, the chairs, we didn't have room for our legs, and there were, like, maybe 30 chairs max, and that was way too many chairs. Yes, it was It was intimate. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. There was a review online that you actually pointed out that said it was like you're sitting on stage and it was not a joke. Like <laughs> the stage is just like a three inch raised platform that is about a half an inch away from the front row. Yeah. Like the front row had their feet on the stage, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And we had sat in the second row because we were sitting behind uh, a batch or what was it? A birthday party. Yeah. For it was a, a birthday party for woman. a 60 year old woman. And so we sat behind them. So they were in the front row. They had the front row reserved and... They got a cute little table, and when they sat down, they were like, we're so sorry, because they were on top of us, and it yeah. was like, eh, it's no big deal. We got to get tight. We got to get comfortable with each other, because we're going to be in here for like an hour and a half. Yeah, and they, I was excited to see like their reaction, and some of them were just not not loving the comedy. Yeah, I felt bad for the host, because I personally think the host was the funniest dude of the night. He was just my style of humor. Yeah. He seemed a little unhinged at times, which was just... Chef's kiss, I loved it. Looked a little bit like a homeless man. Yeah. He just had a joke where he was like, I mean, he looks like a, a homeless man. He, no joke. His beard is ridiculous. His hair is like thinning. And he said he had a joke where he got pulled over by a police officer and he asked him if he was like military or retired military. And he grabbed his beard and said, which one of us is drunk right now? The ladies in the front row, not a peep. Fucking crickets. I would say like half of them were enjoying themselves. I think they enjoyed... The, I think they started to enjoy themselves more when the female comic came on. Because the, the host and the second comic, they just, they weren't feeling anything. Yeah. At one point, one of them even said, that's not funny. <laughs> but it's just, it's that's rude. Rude. <laughs> and just, you're, why, if you come into a comedy show, have a good time. Like, you might yeah. as well make yourself laugh. Yeah, like, why do they book this if they were, like, going to be like that? Right. But then the lady comic came out and she went right after them. Like, was just specifically talking to them most of the night, I think. And that's why they really got into it. I mean, she was high-fiving a couple of the women. Remember, she high-fived uh, Ginny was the birthday girl's the birthday name. Girl. <laughs> and she was high-fiving the one in the corner. But there was one woman, man, that looked miserable. Yep. You even pointed it out to me during the show in between, like, the sets. You're like, this woman... Looks mid. Why would you come to this? She had a pure look of disdain. Yeah, on her face. like comedy is the lowest art form to her. But yeah, so but we had a great time, and the headliner comic for the night is yeah. is famous. <laughs> She's famous for one reason. For her role of Jismin's voice, yeah, and Aladdin, the porn parody. This woman was nominated for an AVN award. For vocals in a fucking porn movie. Yep. 
So she wasn't actually in the porn movie, just her voice was. Yeah, the woman couldn't sing who was in the movie, so they needed someone to sing the part, and she <laughs> did it for some reason. We were like, you can look this up. We were like, how the heck did did she land this role? Like, I how do you to know how that. do you get how do they how do they find people to do the vocals in porns? I so badly wanted to stick around <laughs> and be like, how does one? get into porn but not the fucking which Just seems to be the vocals. easest part i would like never think the like they need to find a separate vocalist right for a disney movie parody right? who cares about the vocals in that no one's watching it for the vocals and she was nominated for an award yep. which she said she lost she... and she was devastated but uh you can look it up if you want, and her name is Nick Mack. And if you watch Nick Mackey, Nick Mackey, yep. And if you go to the credits at the end, she's there. She wasn't lying. That's her name in the porn. In That's the porn, not her yeah. real life name. No, it was just such a bizarre turn of events because when they said it was going to be a musical comedian, yes, I did not picture that. Yes, I pictured some sort of like Weird Al or something like that, like parodies of songs. This woman had original songs that were yeah. They were just funny. Funny, yeah. Most of them were geared towards women, obviously, because yeah. she's a woman. But I was laughing my ass off because I was picturing you in those situations. Because everything <laughs> she was talking about, you have been in that situation. Like the hair dye thing. I dyed my own hair. That was so and funny. And then I was feeling brave and I cut my own bangs. Yeah, that was literally you and you just... You did the bangs, and then you came out of the bathroom and you're like, this was a mistake. And the bangs just went bad, like they yeah. do for every woman that tries yeah. to cut their own bangs. But yeah, she was super funny. We Everybody went, was eating it up. We went with some of my friends from work. Yep. And it was a, it was a blast. It was, it was a, a really good time. We got there so early. We were so early. And this time it wasn't because I was like, we need to get there early. We need to be on time. Like, it wasn't me this time. Partially me, because I had something to do beforehand. But we got done so early with that that we were there an hour before the yeah. doors even opened. And my friend Vicky actually wanted to be there at like 7.15. The show didn't start till 8. I think we showed up at... Seven? Yeah, we should have around seven. And we went upstairs, and they weren't even letting people in the... She's like, we need to get a seat, because there is no assigned seating. Right. And there Obviously, five they're us. not going to sell more tickets than they have seats. Yeah. So I wasn't really worried about that, but she was. And um, they didn't even let people in until eight on the dot, and it actually ended up being a little bit after eight Yeah. that they let us all into the room. So we were just... We went downstairs. There was it was above a pizza shop, which is a great idea. It really is because you take the food up, the beer up. It was good. But if the pizza shop wasn't so busy, because I would yeah. have loved to have gone able to go, like been able to go in and eat. Well, because if we were there that early, it would have made sense to sit down, get a table, grab a beer, grab something to eat, and not have to bring it up with us. Yes. But it was they just, had like I mean, a forty minute wait. Yeah, they said fifty minutes on takeout. They said alone, fifty minutes on takeout alone. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be in the restaurant. So we were like, we'll just go to the bar and then. From yeah. there, we found that you could buy one slice, so we yeah, just they did that. Pizza by the slice, and so we brought our pizza by the slice back upstairs and sat in the hallway and waited for the door to stop. Yeah. In. How many, like, we ran into all of the comics before the show started. Yeah. They were just like, Oh, are you guys on the show? And we were like, No. No, we're here to watch the show. And they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Jenny actually came up and asked Vicky, She's like, Do you work here? Or are you just super friendly? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because she, um, People did come up, a couple people did come up, but then they found out they weren't seating people and they left. Smart choice. Dumbasses like us, we just stood there we for We needed to be first minutes. in line. Well, I feel like the only reason we needed to be first was mainly because we had five people in our group. And this place, I cannot stress to you enough how small it is. It was like sitting in your best friend's living room 
with a bunch of lawn <laughs> chairs, okay? It was fun and an intimate room, but it was tight. And the max chairs they had per row was four. Mm-hmm. And they only had like three rows. You know what I mean? So it was like, we kind of need to get these seats so we can have three and two. Yep. Which ended up being what we had to do. And thank goodness that uh, we were the first ones in there. Yep. But no, I thought it was hilarious. And I love like, even if I don't find a joke funny, if someone else starts laughing, then I think it's funny. It's a contagious thing. It's like their laugh is hilarious. Like them sitting in the, sitting behind me trying to be like... <laughs> Right. It's just really funny to me. I do think that it was, I think overall it was actually pretty solid. I laughed way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, and I was really happy you liked it because you're kind of a comedy snob. I am not, okay, I mean, I'm not a comedy snob. I have just, I, one thing about me that I haven't talked about on here is that I am obsessed with stand-up comedy. Like, I am obsessed with it. I cannot overstate that. And I'm not a snob. I just have seen so much, like, stand-up comedy now that, like, you can kind of guess where the punchline is going. So I like when I don't know where it's going. And so it was really a pleasant surprise. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a snob. It was a pleasant surprise. I had a lot of fun. I was I was really shocked by how good I think the uh, second guy was. I don't remember his name. But he was looked just like a regular math teacher. Dad. Like, he looked like someone's dad. Yeah, he coaches, like, the lacrosse team, maybe. But he's never played a game of lacrosse in his life. He doesn't really know how to play. The, like, the, that kind of the style. The dad that... Or the teacher that puts their leg up on a chair and they moose knuckle right in front of your face. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 that seems like a very specific thing that happened to maybe just you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. He does look like that. And he was, I was surprised by how dark he was willing to go. Yeah. And he kept asking the audience, he's like, do we go darker or do we peel back? And I was like, no, keep going. I, I, the I was whole vocal. audience was like, dark, dark. Yeah. And then the ladies in front were like, clean jokes. Oh my God. The, he made a Let's joke. Let's try some clean ones. Right. And he made a joke about um, cancer. <laughs> and it was funny because it wasn't mean-spirited. It was a funny joke. It made him look dumb. And the ladies in the front row, which, you know, each to each their own. But the ladies in the front row started groaning and one of them literally said, okay, that's enough. We need to start talking clean. Clean jokes only. And it's like, you don't get to dictate how the room feels. Everyone in the room is yelling for darker jokes. Like he was asking, do we want to go darker? Everyone in the room was screaming darker. So you can't really get upset when, when the majority wins. Right. Um, but the best part of the whole show was at the end. When the host, who is also a freestyle rapper. Which you would, you could have told me that. And I did tell us that. I laughed my ass off at that because I thought that was a joke. I didn't realize he was being honest. He's a freestyle rapper and he decided to make a song for the birthday lady. I want everyone here real quick, actually, before we keep going. I just want everyone right here to pause. Go Google William Montgomery Comedian. That is what our stand-up comedian host that we're talking about looks like. But instead of um, like the red-haired beard, it's gray and brown. So look that, look him up, and then come back because it's so much better when you know what he looks like. Yeah. So he's um, a freestyle rapper, and at the end, he wanted to sing a, a song for the birthday lady. And all of her friends had written like little notes or like facts about the birthday girl. And he li- hadn't like looked at them before. They were all in a little Coke baggie. That's and- what he kept calling it. That's so funny. <laughs> and so he started like, he had like the whole table thing where like he would do a, do a noise and record it and loop it. And that was probably my favorite part. And record it and loop it. And then he started op- going through the list of things 
about the birthday girl. And she was such a good sport. She got up on stage and she started dancing and breaking it down. And she, so like, she was like miming kind of like everything he was saying. Yeah. And then he gave her the mic yeah. and it was just, <laughs> it was so funny. She's so funny. She started talking about wine <laughs> and how her friends are awesome. She loves them. They were clearly drunk. They polished off four or three, three or four bottles of wine while we were I'm like, there. I hope I'm her when I'm 60 yeah. years old because she was a blast. She made it fun because it was, a, it was funny, but when she got into it and was willing to like oh, make a fool of herself, yeah. it was just so much better that she played along with it. It was. So Instead of being there like, mm, like right, so like shy, shy and embarrassed, kind of prissy, she like was just like, yeah, that's right, I'm Ginny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was like shaking her ass at one point because he was talking about how she kind of has, uh, he made some sort of rhyme saying she had a, she, he goes, she has a surprisingly nice rear end or something. Yeah. And she turned around and started shaking it. Everyone in the room, like we're talking like max 20 people, like erupted. It was, it felt like we were in fucking Wembley Stadium. It was yep. so loud. I was she like, this was woman so is breaking it down for everybody right now. It's so good. And it was really cool actually because we got talking to her before the show started and she actually asked why we were there and mm. she um, has condos that she rents out to travel nurses. There's such a weird, and she's from Connecticut. So like the fact she's up in Woodstock, Vermont for the weekend, like. What? Yeah. What? But I was wondering if she has travel, if she has condos she rents around here or if they're in Connecticut. Probably in Connecticut. But I just think, like, what are the chances that that's the type of person we run into? I don't know. Just weird. And it was just, and the vibes were right. It was a good night. It was a good night for, I would say, like, 85% of it. I felt bad when they kept making remarks of, that's not funny or that's not good. Yeah. The, the What was so funny is the host actually made one <laughs> of them laugh and she said, okay, that one was good. And he said out loud... Um, so I just got a, that's good. So for those of you who don't know, that's the highest mark you can get in comedy when a woman tells you that's good when you make a joke. <laughs> it was so funny. And then he was doing like audience work. He's like working the crowd. He's just talking to people and this woman wasn't giving him anything. And so he just started roasting her for not giving him anything. He's like, so usually when these things work, you, you give a kernel of something and I make it funny. Uh, that didn't happen here. And it was... <laughs> It was great because he was just calling them out for being stiff. He's like, that's on me. Right, right, right. Like, he was just trying to get them to loosen up. And I think it was a commendable fucking effort on his part. So. Yeah. Who was your favorite comedian out of the three, though? Him, the host. Yeah, I mean, I I think it goes the host, Nick Mackey, which I feel bad because I don't remember her real name. I just remember her stage name. I know. And the second comedian, whose name I didn't even... He said it like six times, so I just don't remember. Yeah, It's a very forgettable, just 45-year-old white math teacher name that... 45? You know, that's generous, baby. How old do you think he was? 30? No. Oh, oh, generous. 50s, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah for probably. sure. I'm bad with age. You know that. Like when, when Vicky asked me to guess her age, I was like, you don't want this to happen. So before we get into talking about our movie that we watched on date night, I just wanted to give you guys all an update on our life. As you know, I've been a traveler, traveling nurse for the past two years and Kyle's been traveling along with me, but the time has come to pack up our traveling shoes and head into this next chapter of life. Mm-hmm. And we are headed back to Maine. Yep. We're going Permanently. Woo, round of applause. I'll put, a, I'll put some claps <laughs> in here maybe if I can find the sound. <laughs> I got my dream job and it was just the right time. So we'll be back. We'll be back probably in the next... At the end of Spooky Movie Month. <laughs> yeah, but the end of Spooky Movie Month, we'll be back in Maine for sure. Our actually, the last episode we have on the schedule because we have a whole schedule of movies that Cass is actually working on a graphic for, and I appreciate that. Uh, when our last episode comes out, we will be back in Maine. Mm-hmm. So that is weird to think about. We have a set list of episodes here, 
And when that last one comes out, we'll be back in May. That's weird to think about. Yeah. That's so weird to think about. That is happening so fast that it's really like two, three weeks away. Yeah. So if anyone would like to help on the apartment hunt, greatly appreciate it. But <laughs> anyway. That's a life update for you right there. Life update. Sing it with me, babe. Life, life update. <laughs> and without further ado, let's talk about the movie. Halloween Eve. Danger is afoot. I'm going to make sure every citizen in this town is protected. What is that monitor? Looks like you made that sash from one of your mother's scarves. <laughs> There's something off in this town. We got an untold mystery here. I say Marco, you say Polo. Marco! I kind of want to do a little something something. What do you want to do? I want you to give the synopsis before we name the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Or like your, like make up your synopsis. I will come up with a synopsis and I won't use names. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, how do I do a synopsis without giving it away? But I won't say the person's name. Baby, they're going to see the title of the episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. Let's <laughs> good idea i love the idea i love the idea <laughs> just in all actuality it just doesn't work doesn't work <laughs> uh anyway it. that is incredible because i went right along with it until i just realized you know i, I you had me fooled too damn i bet it i bet people listening would have been like oh shit what episode is this i don't even remember you what are we watching <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not Kiwi halloween <laughs> maybe we have to change the whole structure and the things shouldn't be named the episode. The name of the movie. No, it's fine. <laughs> People, no, it's fine. But oh, that's good. That's solid. Thank you. That was great. So, anyway, <laughs> let's do the synopsis game. Right. We watch fucking Hubie Halloween, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they know that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so silly. So, in case you're new here, the synopsis game is I pretty much set a timer for 30 minutes or 30 Jesus that's Christ. a long time <laughs> 30 seconds and kyle tries to give me a synopsis of the movie within those 30 seconds all right i'm ready ready i think this synopsis will take me 19 seconds 19 seconds yeah i'm going i'm going 19 seconds place your bets 19 seconds over under ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so i am i am ready when you are all right a gentleman by the name of hubie pubie has appointed himself the the safety officer for Halloween for his town of Salem uh, and around town. The people who bully him are slowly disappearing and he has to get to the bottom of what is happening this Halloween. How long did it take me? 19 seconds. Fuck yeah, it did. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it did. His name is not Hubie Pubie. I know. <laughs> You're, when I said that, you did roll your eyes, but I... I had to. I don't remember his last name. Yes. He did 19 seconds. There's 11 seconds left on the clock. Holy fuck, man. I'm and it, the it's man. Hubie Dubois. <laughs> Dubois. That's what it was. That's right. That's right. That's right. Or I think it's... No, it's Dubois. Is it Hubie Doobie? They call him Hubie Doobie, but it's Hubie Dubois. Hubie Dubois. Yeah. Hubie Doobie. Hubert. No, I don't think they call him Hubert. Just Hubie Pubie, really. Yeah. I think your synopsis was pretty good. It was very vague. I honestly was very... I didn't know what to say. I'm not going to lie. My mind blanked as soon as I got out Hubie's name because you rolled your eyes and I was like, fuck, that was mean. Uh, I shouldn't have called him Hubie Pubie, but I just couldn't <laughs> help myself. 
And then my mind went blank, so like just spit words out, and hopefully it sounds coherent. Here is the letterbox synopsis. Hubie Dubois, who, despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem, Massachusetts, and its legendary Halloween celebration, is a huge figure of mockery for the kids and adults alike. But this year, something really is going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. It's worded a little bit better than yours. Yeah, it's great. It leaves a little bit more to the imagination. How's mine not leaving stuff to the imagination? His bullies are getting captured. I guess that does take away all of the... Suspense, actually, because you know who's getting taken. You know who's getting taken. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That was pretty good, actually. It was good. Yeah. I mean, someone gets paid to write that, so shout out to them, because they're much (laughs) better than I am. You're getting your job, sir. Or ma'am. You're much better than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine last week was really, really bad. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't even grade yours, so don't even. (laughs) So, yeah, let's talk about Hubie Halloween. No, I am. The first thing we have to talk about is Hubie's mom's shirts. Oh my god, the fucking shirts, man. Let me just read some of them. (laughs) Alright? Yeah. We have Boner Donor, which she says that she thinks Boner is another name for an accident. Well, Boner does mean like a mistake or an accident, but not in the context how the shirt is. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but the shirt obviously is not saying that. (laughs) No, but I didn't know that was even a thing. But yeah, so she thinks it's an accident. So then later on in the movie, Hubie starts talking about an accident that he made. (laughs) But he's using the word boner in front of a bunch of children. Can you help me with my boner? I made a boner. And everyone's losing it. That shit was so funny. Yep. So dumb. And then it's not going to lick itself. (laughs) I shaved my balls for this, which I don't even know how she saw that shirt and thought it meant anything else besides what it means. Right. Exactly. Because they, the whole point is that she doesn't know the meanings of these shirts, but clearly you don't, you don't. Where it's not going to lick itself. What other balls are you shaving? Right. Like, you don't wear those shirts and not know what it means. You just don't. Do you know of any other balls with hair? The balls of her feet. Perhaps she has very hairy feet. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. They they thrift all these shirts. Yeah. And then I'd hit that. Yep. We're skipping the ones her friend wears because we don't care about her. And then, if you can read this, you're in fart range. So, again, like, the first one is so funny, Boner Donor, because it's following the premise that she doesn't understand it. How the fuck? She knows what a fucking fart is, alright? Right. How the fuck do you not know if you can read this, you're in fart range, means you're, you're farting. Like, it's just, like, the joke loses so much of its, of its funniness when you get shit like that. And then we get back into ones that are a little more... This one's good. Inconspicuous. Yeah, this one's good. Muffs Diving School. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one because maybe Muff is a person. And also she just, like, I could clearly see her being like, oh yeah, Muff is just a a person that runs a diving school. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe the diving instructor's name is Muff. Right, exactly. But, like, obviously. (laughs) And this one is also a little bit inconspicuous. Kayaking gets me wet. I feel like this one is is a... yeah. An actual shirt you could probably buy somewhere that people do wear and 
wear it because of that. Yeah, kayaking can get you wet, girl. Like, I don't see why she that that shirt is dirty but also clean. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, like that's a shirt you could actually wear to school and no one would bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question. Which of these shirts is your favorite, though? I like Boner Donor. I'm going to go with, because I don't want to have the same one as you. That is my favorite as well, but I'll pick a separate one just to pick a separate one. I'm going to pick, I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> Mainly because that's hilarious, even if it starts, like, the downward trend of the joke. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's just so funny. Yeah. Also, her friend wearing the It's Not Gonna Lick Itself shirt, and she just looks so innocent and cute. It's like, <laughs> that's just, that's classic. And her other shirt was Happy Halloweener, which is also very funny. Right, Happy Halloweener. But with the mom's ever-changing shirts, we also have Hubie's ever-changing thermos. Oh, God. I am really glad you brought up the thermos because I want to talk about that for a second. What the fuck? That thing is an all-purpose tool. Right. It's kind of annoying, I think it's hilarious. I hated it. It, Like, anytime he was in the gym, it's just like... Use the thermos. I think it's so funny. It's an umbrella. It's a blender. It keeps his soup hot. It um, what's the it shoots a rope yeah a grappling up, hook a grappling hook. I'm trying to figure out what that word was too. I was like, while you're saying all that, I was like, what is that called? Grappling hook. Yeah. What else is it? That what else does it do? It does so much. I mean, it is just a straight up thermos too. At one point, it does all that and is actually still just a thermos yeah. somehow. It's a vacuum. He. Oh, Someone yes, shatters the window and he cleans up the glass with it. Yeah, you cool. actually like that? I think. <laughs> oh, I hated it. I hate I it. I do. And, I like it. And at it. the end of the movie, when he gives the kids their own thermoses and he's telling them what they do, I was like, "Is he? Where is he fucking getting these thermoses, man? Is he just <laughs> making these? Is he some sort of savant? Like, it's how so do funny. these thermoses exist? It's not explained at all, which is fine, but it's just so random because at the beginning of the movie, he uses it to catch eggs that people are throwing at him." He shakes it up, drinks it, and then vomits it everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere, okay? All while riding his bike. All while riding his bike. And so you think it's just a regular thermos. And then next thing you know, he's using it as an umbrella or a vacuum. And you're like, what can't this thing do? And what is the point of it? It just, I don't know, man. It just felt like so, and I know we're over, I'm overthinking it because it's an Adam Sandler movie called Hubie Halloween, where the main character's name is Hubie Pubie. But like... It's just so... It's too dumb. I, I just... Anytime he brought it out, I was like, oh my God, get this thing away from me. <laughs> I like it. You know what almost made me vomit, though, is like thinking about the fact that that thermos does all those things, right? But also was... Ha, had his pea split soup. And split pea. Split pea soup. His corn chowder and uh, chicken noodle soup or something like that all mixed together as one. And he was like... Blending it and drinking it. Yeah. And that just, it, I don't know why, but that, co- like, concoctions of soup mixed with all the motors that must be inside of there to make all those things work made my stomach turn. I was like, I'm going to vomit. I'm actually going to throw it. It is gross when he mixes four different soups. It was disgusting. And then blends them and drinks right. them. That is gross. But... I have to ask though, but you actually like gently, like I just want. Yes, I like the th- okay. I like the thermos. I think it's hilarious every time he whips it out and it's something different. Oh god! <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> you don't like it. How do you like QB as a character? Dude, your segues are on point. Your segues are on point. Let me say that first and foremost because you do you do make some pretty good ones. I struggle <laughs> with them. You just they come so naturally. I love it. QB uh, as a character. This is how you do pathetic. <laughs> like gonna kind of call back to our never been kissed episode this is how you do pathetic 
without over baking a character and destroying them. Mm -hmm. Because it's not that he can't get out of his own way. He's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. He's trying to do the nice thing. It just never seems to work out for him. And it's never directly his own fault. You know what I mean? He's authentically himself. He's not trying to be any different. Exactly. So when people are like scaring him, when the kids are scaring him, and uh, <laughs> when Ray Liotta's character is being an asshole to him, and he keeps jumping, it's it doesn't like... It makes you like the character more than tear him down. Because it just makes him look human without like doing too much. Because it's never directly his fault, you know what I mean? He yeah. doesn't trip and fall because his coat was stuck in a car, you know? He's scared because people are jumping him and scaring him or just being assholes to him for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a nice guy, you know? And these people are He's just, just out to help everyone. Exactly. He just wants everyone to have a safe Halloween. Even the kids. Even the kids are mean to him. And it's like, He tries why? to make it fun for the kids. Right. Like, he just wants everyone to have good, safe Halloween fun. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. And he's like... He just doesn't do anything over the top, I don't think. Right. Really. If you really stop and think about it. Because all it's of this is just out of the kindness he of He genuinely cares. Like, he just... It's not pathetic because he's just doing him. He's just right. doing what he thinks is right. Right. I also love the tick that anytime anything surprises him, he just screams bloody murder. <laughs> like, he opens the door. He knocks on the door. And his girlfriend's soon-to-be girlfriend's kids open it and they scream so he screams yeah and he's like what are we screaming at that's awesome this is just such a fun character tick because mm -hmm. it's like he's such a scaredy cat but he's so brave because he's the one out doing all this stuff right he's the one he's even braver than an average person because he's not just out doing this stuff he's out doing this stuff knowing that he's gonna get ridiculed for it right right He's, he also knows that, one, he's terrified of these things. He thinks he's chasing a fucking wolf at one point. Like, he thinks he's chasing <laughs> an actual wolf, and it's just a dog. And instead of, like, being scared, he just follows the dog and is like, I'm going to get you. I mean, come on. Tries to throw a silver bullet at it. Right, and it eats it. And it eats it. <laughs> uh, how do you not like this guy? I mean, he's brave as hell. He's the bravest character in movie history, I bet. <laughs> like, if you really stop and think about it, who's braver than Hubie? <laughs> that may be an exaggeration. It's not. Who's braver than Hubie Pubie? Not only is he going to get ridiculed for saying there's a werewolf in town or that people are oh going my missing, God. Uh, he's also terrified of the events that are taking place. He's screaming oh, he's at every turn. He's scared. And he's still going through that even after being called an idiot and told he's dumb and the people that are missing are his bullies. Like... He is so nice trying and trying to save police. them. He is more brave than anyone in the MCU. I'm saying it. <laughs> he could face Thanos down. He'd probably beat Thanos. He'd have something in that thermos that could take Thanos down. <laughs> Speaking of pathetic and a pathetic character, there's a scene in this where he wears a sheet yeah. to be a ghost to a school to speak about Halloween safety. And the sheet is covered in peace dance. Yeah. <laughs> So dumb. Do you think Adam Sandler is the king of pee-pee and poo-poo <laughs> jokes? And just all-around dumb comedy. Yeah. Yes, he is. Absolutely. His whole thing is being so absurdly stupid that no one could believe that that's a real person. And the story could never actually happen. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it just works with him. I don't know why it does. Maybe it's because he never takes it seriously, but it works... Every single time. How many times has he played Hubie Halloween or Hubie Pubie in a movie? 
Like, most of his movies, he's playing a character that is somewhat in line with that. You know what I mean? Like, Waterboy is essentially the same character, yeah. for God's <laughs> sake. Hubie, 20 years younger. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Waterboy is Hubie in the 90s. Like, that's all it is. Um, I, I think that he has made a career on pee-pee-poo-poo jokes, and I never get tired of them for some reason. I, yes. love, I love his humor. His humor is my type of humor. It's just, it's just childish. Mm-hmm. It, it's never once, he's never once tried to make a comedy that's too smart. He's just like, I'm going to go to the lowest possible common denominator that makes everybody laugh. And it's going to work. And Mm -hmm. it's simply, the sheet has pee stains on it, and I'm an idiot. And I don't know (laughs) it. Like, that's so funny. It is funny. Same with the thermos. (laughs) I think he's also the king of just all-around dumb comedies. Yeah. Like, like even if, like, Airheads. It's just dumb comedy, but it's so funny. Um, What's another dumb comedy? Big Daddy. A dumb comedy that's actually pretty emotional, but also just a dumb comedy... Like, no way that movie would ever happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Child Services is not leaving that child with him for a second. There's no fucking way that movie would end in the first 30 minutes. I think there's one called The Week Of versus Daughter's Yeah, The Wedding. Week Of. Yep. That's also funny. Uh, I think that, I think just Adam Sandler is, he understands comedy so well that he can do that style of, like, subtler comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, The Week Of, I wouldn't say is dumb. I would say it's, it's just, it's not a typical Adam Sandler comedy because there are, it's more of a... They're just, there's less pee pee poo poo jokes and more just things happen that are comical. Yeah. I think he has such a grasp on comedy that he can do those things, but chooses, chooses to be the guy that's like, I have pee stains. Yeah. And I throw up all the time and I'm scared of everything that moves. Like, there's just something about that with him that works. Yeah. And then my favorite, some of my favorite movies by him are the Grown Ups movies. I love the Grown Ups movies. Just yeah. Because it's like dads hanging out. It's just talking about their pride. Like it also just looks like he has fun doing it, and I think that's why yeah. it works so well because he enjoys being the butt of the joke. Like he doesn't mind. So when you get movies like this, it it just feels so much like like it was made with love and actual good intention. Uh, Grown Ups is just him and legitimately his five best friends in real life got a camera and we're like let's just go away for a weekend and make a movie make money off of it yeah like, it that's what it felt like, like the best week of summer ever and it works and it works i love grown-ups i will i will die on the hill that grown-ups is one of the best adam sandler movies uh-huh. fight me on it i don't care i agree yeah i agree yes but he has kind of a range of like the really really dorky dumb humor yeah all the way to like uncut gem style humor yeah which is like more of an anxious comedy where you're like there are moments in Uncut Gems where you laugh, but it's an uncomfortable laughter. Mm-hmm. But even still, it gets a laugh. He is so in tune with comedy. But yeah, we've mentioned a few of the movies where Adam Sandler kind of plays a dumb character. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Hubie Dubois ranks among Adam Sandler's dumbass characters? <laughs> um, I'm going to go like probably first. First? No, second. Who else would you consider on that list? Jill. Jill. Jill is number one from Jack and Jill. The fact that Adam Sandler played his own twin sister. <laughs> She's one of the most atrocious characters I've ever seen on TV. So, or on movie, in a movie. So yeah, I'm going to say Jill's probably the worst. But Hubie's up there for just... Yeah, Jill's the worst. Just pure, dumbass, stupid character. It has to be Hubie. Because he's... What about the water boy? What's his name? I don't remember Waterboy's name. I know, isn't that bad? Oh wow, I should know this. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. I think Bobby Boucher is a different <laughs> a different category. There's actually, it's funny, I was noticing in this movie, um, the main woman's first name in this 
or last her last name is the same. Yeah. The um in Waterboy it's Vicky Valentine. Mm. And in Hubie Halloween, it's Violet Valentine. I think you'll find, too, like, on top of that, I'm going to double down on this and, like, add something to that. If you go through Adam Sandler's movies and look at the love interest, most of them, uh, their first and last names start with the same letter. Which is cool, but they have the same exact last name. No, I think, yeah, I I mean, I get that. I just think that, I just think it's funny that he always does that. He's just always doing, like, double consonants. But, yeah, I think that maybe, what if this is, like, sort of literally... Waterboy, but in a different, just like a different universe. Like this is what, uh, what was his name? Bobby Boucher. This is what Bobby Boucher would be in universe 616. You know what I mean? Because Dubois, Boucher, they're both like French names, aren't they? Both with a, both with an overbearing mother that only want to protect them. You know what I mean? I want to know which, which era or which type of movies that Adam Sandler makes are your favorite. Like, do you like Dumb Adam and, like, Waterboy or Hubie Halloween? More emotional, like, in Big Daddy or serious, like, Hustle in Uncut Gems? Or his newest dad humor? His dad era when he's been, uh, you're so invited to my bat mitzvah. You're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Oh, that's a tough question. I want to say I like Adam as a serious kind of guy. I loved Uncut Gems. Loved Uncut Gems. It is a fantastic movie. One of the best movies I've seen. I also really liked Hustle. And I think the reason that those work is because Adam is inherently just a funny guy. So he takes these very serious movies and adds a little comedy in there to kind of lighten the mood. So I like those movies the most. But I think Adam Sandler's at his best when you let him just be a complete dumbass. See, I like his more like low-key like his dad humor comedy not his so i think here's my take on it mm-hmm. i think we i we love adam's dad era so much because we've watched him through all his other areas eras yeah. like we've watched him grow up and now he is a dad and he's letting his kids kind of take over yeah and it's just fun to see because you see adam adam sandler reminds me of my dad right he's just a dude like, even when he's yeah. not in, like, like even when he's out in public, he's just a guy. Like he's just an everyday dude you that's Adam super Sandler famous. You Sandler could have been in Concord at the same time. Right? I do think about that, because I go to Concord a lot, so I do think about that. Um, but no, I like Adam Sandler's, like, more natural comedy. Like, it's just, like, him, like, vibing with his friends, like, yeah. grown-ups. Or um, just go with it, where it's just, like, him and Adam Sandler are just kind of... Adam Sandler. Him and Jennifer Aniston oh, yeah, 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 yeah. are just kind of like interacting and that's what's funny. Could we call that era family Adam Sandler? Like family era Adam Sandler? Because he's got Just Go With It. He's got Murder Mystery, which he's married and it's mm-hmm. like sort of a dialed down style of Adam Sandler. Grown ups. Mm-hmm. I would even put Your Son Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah in there or Bar Mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would, I actually probably, you know, I would agree with you on that. I think those are actually my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't have to like try so hard and he just is like the whole plot is adam sandler he's just hanging out with his friends yeah he just is a character in this world that is completely normal like ours Mm -hmm. because hubie halloween does not exist hubie dubois not there's just no way no one like that on earth exists there's just no one right so it's nice to see him play someone like grown-ups because that is just a dad just go with it he's just someone's dad i would i would agree with you on that you've convinced me yeah. I think my favorite Adam Sandler Adam Sandler era is family Adam Sandler. It's just like 
he's joking around with his buddies. He's joking Shame around with his wife. Like he's just, it just it seems like it's not a show. It's just his, right. his, him. Yeah, I agree. I would argue though that some of his worst movies are also in that category though. Um, <laughs> bedtime stories. That's a terrible movie, and that's in that category for sure. Um, what else is? Grown Ups Two is actually one of the worst sequels to a movie that I enjoyed. Like I'd put it up there with. Um, the Thing from nineteen seven or nineteen eighty two and two thousand eleven, even though it's a prequel, and I would put it up there with the Goofy movie and an extremely Goofy movie. That Grown Ups Two is like one of the worst follow ups to a movie that I enjoyed. No, yeah, I, I didn't love like Grown Ups Two at all. Like I, if when that, so the thing with Grown Ups Two, I love that they all moved to the same area together because they were just like, we don't want to. You go just back like it for that one reason, though. Like, like, they're like, no we have now reconnected, reunited, and we want to raise our families together, and we don't want to go back to not seeing each other. You just want that, to and happen I love in your like life. the vibe That's of the town. <laughs> like it's just like a a cute summer town i i just personally think it's it's not as it's not nearly as funny i also would like to point out that you pointed this out to me the cliff scene in you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah is filmed at the same place that it is in grown-ups yes or grown-ups too i think yeah that's so i thought that was actually pretty funny when you pointed that out i was like no fucking way that's so true didn't even catch it grown-ups one is definitely superior just because i love like the camp Vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I think Grown Ups Two is still up there for me. Anything else you want to say about Adam Sandler or Hubie Halloween? No, other than we are definitely going to have to have an episode on uh, drafting Adam Sandler movies for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. We're going to have to have our first draft be Adam Sandler movies. Yes. We'll come up with some categories for it because there's so many different categories you could pick from and different movies you could pick from to have a good Adam Sandler slate. Yes. So we'll talk about that. That might be the first episode out of Spooky Movie Month. (laughs) But in the Halloween spirit, I want to know what was your favorite Halloween costume that you wore as a kid? Ooh. So I don't really remember a lot of my Halloween costumes for some reason. But there's one that I'll never forget, and it was I had this. I was dressed up as Ghostface from Scream, mm-hmm. but the mask uh, had a pump that uh, was inside the costume, so I could like pull my arms in and squeeze the pump, and blood would come down the mask, and obviously it would just go right back into the pump, so I could just pump it as many uh-huh. times as I wanted, and blood would just like flush down the mask. And I remember that even before and after Halloween that year. I would just put the mask on and like squeeze it and just scare my sister and it was fucking hilarious. So I'd say that was probably my favorite my favorite Halloween costume of all time. What about you? So I've always been a, a spicy little girl and so my favorite is actually two. So one year, it was it was like back-to-back years. So the first year I wore an angel costume and I was, I don't know, even know how old I was. I was like seven, eight and I wore an angel costume and it was very just appropriate and pretty and then the next year I wore a devil costume <laughs> and it was a belly shirt and had like the tail and a pitchfork and it was literally like red yoga pants, a red belly shirt, horns mm-hmm. and a pitchfork. I looked like a little hoe at eight years old <laughs> and I'm just like, and my mom, you know, like on Halloween when it was cold and also my mom didn't want me walking out of the house in a belly shirt. So I had to wear a shirt under my costume mm-hmm. and that was the worst thing ever. Right. To an eight year old, that's fucking death sentence. Right? She totally fucked up I mean, the eight's costume. really young, man. Eight is really young to be wearing a belly they shirt. They even sprayed like red, red, um... 
temporary oh, yeah, dye oh, yeah, in my oh, yeah. hair. We used to have my sister all the time when she would get ready for Halloween. Yep. But it's just funny. It's like, I was an angel and then my mom probably let me pick my outfit and I <laughs> picked a devil. devil. I just like to make people laugh. I wanted people to say, what is she doing? Mm -hmm. Think now is time to give our MVP favorite scene and review. Over here, Keith. I saw my... Never mind that. Copper squad. Yeah. Yubi. How long have you lived in Salem? Eh, my whole life. Now, you've brought us many instances of unlawful conduct to our attention over the years. Somebody put a firecracker in my mail slot. There's a diaper in the middle of Doors Pond. There's a weird station wagon at the senior center. The supermarket's selling expired bacon. Janet at the library has not been herself lately. I heard a voice in the sewer. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize it. The power of observation, the ability to blend in, that is you in a nutshell, Yubi. Well, Steven, let's talk turkey. May I? Mm, I only have 30 left. You first. My MVP for the movie is going to obviously be Adam Sandler. I mean, the movie is called Hubie Halloween. Yeah. That and I don't think any of the other characters really do anything that matters or stand out at all. Mm, yeah, he's the only funny one, really. Yeah, everything else. He really is the only funny one. Everyone else is just... I like his daughters. his daughters. His daughters are, daughters are also are pretty so cute so funny. His daughters, his daughters, especially the youngest one, is... They're both talented, but I think that younger one is going to be very funny when she's older. Mm -hmm. I thought she, I was very impressed with her in Bat Mitzvah. I was impressed with her in this, which this is my third or fourth time watching this, and I never put two and two together that that was his daughter until after we watched You're So Not Invented by Bat Mitzvah, and I watched this. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Those are her. his daughters. <laughs> but it's crazy to see like how young she was in this mm -hmm. to how old she is in like, You're So Not Invented by Bat Mitzvah. I think that she's going to be a great actress. The older one, I feel like she's just content being like... She kind of plays the same character. Yeah, I feel like she's content being like the older sibling that just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's who she is. Yeah. I, I like that. But yeah, Adam Sandler's obviously the main, the, mm -hmm. the, the MVP here. What's your favorite scene? This is dumb, but I think it's when you realize that the voice on the radio is actually Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this gargantuan man who has the voice of like a five foot nothing, 30 pound very tiny woman mm -hmm. it's so high that it's just it's impossible to be his voice yet it is and i just think like when you find that out it's probably the best scene that and anything with uh steve buscemi pretending to be a werewolf mm -hmm. like the ending when he pulls out his own gun but it's just his finger shit <laughs> <laughs> slays me those are probably my two favorite scenes and you find out he's actually just mental and he's yeah. not actually a werewolf yeah. and he's like, like <laughs> we gotta get him back to the mental institution he's like werewolf rehabilitation center <laughs> Um, so my favorite character is obviously Hubie. Yeah. And then my favorite scene is actually, is when he's in the the haunted house. Yeah, that's a great one. And all one. the things are scaring him and he's just, it's scream after scream and people are like, this isn't real. Like the people that are acting in the haunted house mm -hmm. who are not supposed to break character are like, this isn't real. This yeah. isn't real. The part where the woman grabs his ankle from under the chair or under the table. And he starts screaming, Mommy! Mommy, help me! <laughs> and she goes, Man, are you okay? It's it's not real. Yeah. Uh, like, Do you need help? And then that guy comes out of the back room and he's like, Sir, are you okay? And he's got like an axe in his head. So he freaks out about that. <laughs> that part is very funny. You know, that's up there for me too. There are so many good, funny moments in this. But for some reason, all I can pull forth are the moments where I was like, That is just so dumb. <laughs> but that is that is a great scene. Also, like the whole thing leading up to it, where he thinks the dog is the werewolf, so he follows it into the haunted house. Like he's not even trying yeah. to partake. 
he's just trying to get the werewolf to save everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Again, showing why he's the best Adam Sandler character. Mm-hmm. What is your rating? So I'm going to go ahead and give this three thermoses. This is good. It's the middle of the road for Adam Sandler. And as far as Halloween movies go, this is something we do watch every year since it's come I, out. Yes, the reason I times. picked this movie is not necessarily because I love the story. I love the vibes. Yes, it's immaculate Halloween vibes. This is the town is so stinking cute. It is kind of hard to find Halloween movies, like movies for spooky season or Halloween season, that aren't like terrifying or scary or supposed to be scary. So it is nice to have like a movie you can just throw on, like QB Halloween, that is not scary, doesn't rely on like ghosts or spooks or anything like that, mm-hmm. and is just funny, but also still captures the vibe of Halloween. Yeah. And isn't a kid's movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, sure, kids could watch it, but it's not a kid's movie. Yeah. So I think it's nice to have a movie like that, because you kind of, you can only watch Halloween Town so many times before you're like, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, I agree. I give it three thermoses. You're going to give it three thermoses too. Hell yeah, man. We're on the same page lately. However, its ratings are not so good. Ooh, give us the letterbox. This is my new favorite segment that Cass came up with on her own. I am on letterboxed four or five times a day just to check stuff, log stuff. Whenever I watch a movie, I go on there. Cass downloaded it literally for one episode, the Never Been Kissed episode. And then came up with this genius idea to read our favorite reviews from there. So this is all her. Someone who used Letterboxd one time came up with a better idea. And I use it literally multiple times a day. <laughs> um, so the letterbox rating is a 2.1. 2.1. Wow. It's not very good. That's bad. It's not I very good. I did not know it was going to be that low. Holy hell. Yes. <laughs> that's bad and I'm gonna read you some reviews from people that really loved it to people that liked it to people that hated it okay sweet let's okay. do it so this person George Long gave this movie five stars fuck yeah George Long he said when Adam Sandler caught three raw eggs in his thermos then drank them and then instantly projectile vomited all while riding a bike within the first three minutes of the movie starting, I knew I was watching a masterpiece. Did you do you remember the first day we watched this? The first time we ever watched it, the day it came out. Do you remember what happened? No. He caught those eggs, he vomited. I looked at you and I said, This is our punishment for uncut gems not being nominated for anything. We are back to dumb Adam Sandler. So that's funny because that's, that's the best review for the movie. Like that is, I would tell anybody. This is the best hilarious. review for the whole movie, honestly, regardless of star rating. And he took it, that person took it as that. Like, it's just a, supposed to be That's the thing. This movie, movie doesn't deserve a 2, because a 2.1, because it, it, it's hard to compare movies because then you're like, well, The Godfather deserves a 5, but Hubie Halloween, if we're comparing it, would get a 1. But the thing is, you can't compare The Godfather Part 2 and Hubie Halloween. Yeah. They're not the same fucking thing. So this person, Harrison Clark... Give it to me, Harrison. Gave it zero stars. Damn. There's not even the stars on the review. And it says, remember when Adam Sandler promised that he would make the worst movie ever if Uncut Gems wasn't nominated at the Oscars? Yes. Well, the day of retribution has come. Yes. That's exactly what I was saying. Hell yeah. (laughs) I agree. I agree with that. This is like our punishment for Uncut Gems, but I have to tell you, it's still not worth zero stars. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... I'm going to read two three-star reviews just because I think they're funny. Okay. This one is from 
PD187. He gave it three stars. All right, PD187. Give it to him. Hubie is the grandson of the witches you couldn't burn. (laughs) (laughs) And then this one talks more about the movie. It's by Sean Fennessy. It's three stars. And it says, The world would be a better place if we were all mega wealthy comic geniuses who could spend the rest of our lives making fun, dumb stuff with our friends and family for the biggest global entertainment company on earth. Just a thought. I agree 100%. I mean, like, literally, is that not what we just said about, like, grown-ups and all that? Like, mm-hmm. it might not have been for Netflix, but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a, he's got to be damn near a billionaire at this point. And the man sure. just is only going out and making shit with his friends. That's all he's doing. I, I don't know if some people hate it, but I love that you see the same, like, the same characters in all of Adam Sandler's movies. I think most people like that. Because it's I just, do. like... Those are his friends. Those are his yeah. buddies. Those are who's been there with him through the beginning, and he's super, super loyal to them. And I and love as that. As if anyone in that opera with that opportunity wouldn't do the same thing, you're lying. Yeah. Like as if. I thought James Gunn got some flack for always putting his brother in his movies, mm-hmm. but uh, Adam Sandler does that with like 14 guys. Mm-hmm. Every movie has the same fucking 10 players rotating in and out. You know what I mean? I think they just interact so well with each other that no one gives a shit because you know, like. It's going to be a good movie if they're all in it together. If your best friends want to be actors or are actors and they're your best friends, so you have great chemistry with them, why would you not put them in your movies? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, I, I don't care what anyone says. His his roster's great. I mean, they're always great. Kevin mm-hmm. James, uh, you got Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider, who's been phased out a little bit, Steve Buscemi, like, come on, you can't go wrong with these guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's... That's all we have to say about Hubie Halloween. I want to know what relationship advice you can gather from this movie. Remember we used to come here in high school? Mm-hmm. Feels exactly the same, too. We got Hubie Dubois spying on everybody. I gotta say, it's pretty impressive how long he's been a loser. I got a great idea. It's kind of evil, but stick with me. Oh, no, that turns me on. <laughs> 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 so my relationship advice is actually going to be more just human advice oh so we're not gonna go with relationship advice that is the that is the segment but uh, my this advice is gonna just be for everybody on a personal level uh, just be yourself yeah you be halloween i think like we could look at this movie as just the, a triumph of a dude who simply just wanted to be himself and be loved for who he was and was not afraid to be who he was. Am I putting a massively ridiculous spin <laughs> on this movie? Yes. But all the same, it's the message is in there. Be who you want to be. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And eventually the day will come when life does get better if people mm-hmm. are bullying you. You know what I mean? Like, just, life does get better. Just be nice. It's not hard. It's not hard. Just go. don't go out of your way to be a dick. It's so much harder to go out of your way to be a dick. Like... Just say, just let it, let things go. Someone's a dick, just let it go. Try your best to let it go. Yeah. I need to work on that. We all need to work on that. We all (laughs) need to work on being better to each other and to ourselves. So with that, there's your advice. Yubi Halloween teaches us valuable life lessons, motherfuckers. So go watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where I take over because Cass doesn't like doing the outro (laughs) stuff. She has a hard time with it, as you can tell from, uh, what was it? What episode was that? The Get Out episode? When you fumbled so hard. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to put all of our links down in the description. You can follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on Letterboxd. It's all going to be down there. You can email us at kkdatenight 
at gmail.com if you are old-fashioned and want to communicate that way. We look forward. We have some really fun stuff coming up. I love Spooky Movie Month. Just to sort of have like uh, an idea of what's coming up. We have a bet Cass and I have made coming up on the next episode that we're going to talk about. No spoilers there. Um, well, you guys are going to get it spoiled anyway because we're making a graphic to show you what's coming up. But I'll let the graphic spoil it. And then... Coming with the last episode of Spooky Movie Month, we are going to have our first ever giveaway in honor of our uh, 25th episode. So stay tuned for that. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. And thank you guys for listening. Please rate us. Please share us. And with that, go watch a spooky movie.